From ten kilometers out, the Sky Survey Observatory looked like an oversized beer can. Yellow-white sunlight glittered from the can's outward side, while the other half was a shifting funhouse reflection of the pale blues and pearly cloud streaks of the Earth, a thousand kilometers below. The can was not quite alone. An egg-shaped service module, human-sized, encrusted with insectile appendages, ports, windows, and cameras, was closing in on it. Storage lockers and canisters surrounded the base of the egg. Had there been any air around it, and anything with ears, the faint twang of country music might have been heard vibrating through its ice-white walls. Oh, my TV is hustling on down the line, and them tofu critters are looking mighty fine. The handyman was making a house call. The Sky Survey Observatory carried four telescopes. The Big Eye, the Medium Eye, the Small Eye, and Chuck's Eye the latter unofficially named after a congressman who slipped the funding into a veto-proof Social Security bill. The scopes stared outward, assisted by particle and radiation detectors, looking for interesting stuff. All of the SSO's remotely operable telescopes, radio dishes, and particle sensors, all the digital cameras and computers, all the storage systems and fuel tanks and solar cells, lived at the command of astronomers sitting comfortably in climate-controlled offices back on the ground. Until the observatory broke. Then somebody had to go there with the metaphorical equivalent of a screwdriver. One of the groundhuggers called, Can you see it? Joe Martinez said into his chin mic, Yeah, I can. Holy cow, something really whacked that motherfucker. What? What? Joe, what? Just messing with you, Bob. Hey, Joe, I'm pushing the button that cuts off your air. Didn't know you had one of those. You don't mess with astronomers, Joe. Cutting the air in three, two, one. Martinez was a handyman. His official title was Chief of Station Operations, which meant that he kept the place running. He hadn't had much to do except drink coffee and read the current guitar riffs for the last couple of hours, waiting to make the approach to the SSO. Barring some weird million-to-one mishap, his trajectory was fixed by the laws of physics and the impulse from the low-velocity railgun at the station. The computer said he was exactly on track. He sucked down some more of the decaf, his fingers unconsciously tapping out a counterpoint to the Blue Ridge Bitches, the band he currently favored. Martinez wasn't a scientist. He did mechanics and electronics, a little welding, a lot of gluing, the occasional piece of plumbing, and still more gluing. He had a degree in electromechanical engineering, but there were days when he thought he should have gotten one in adhesives. His engineering and academic background, combined with an instinctive love of machine tools, made him a quick study. But he didn't have much interest in building new machines. On the ground, he messed around with electric guitars, video games, propeller-driven airplanes, and wooden speedboats. He loved real hardware even more than he loved his computer. And he did love his computer. If he could build it, fix it, refurbish it, or just plain tinker with it, he was happy. But he was happiest up in the sky, where he did a little of everything. He was the world's best-paid handyman. Bob Anderson came back. What do you think? I can't see anything, Martinez said. I mean, nothing unusual. Good. You going manual? As manual as I can, anyway, 
and that would be now. He flipped the arming switch on the thruster joystick, checking the intercept LIDAR, less than five meters a second of residual velocity, very good. He played the cradle's thrusters. Practice, born of hundreds of runs, made his actions nearly unconscious, like riding a bicycle. His eyes took in the instrument readings while his fingers responded with bursts of thrust. It was safer, he'd told Amelia, his third ex-wife, than driving to work. What happens, she'd asked, if everything fails? I mean, if everything fails down here, when you're driving to work, you go in a ditch. What if everything fails out there? Well, then, he said, he'd get a free tour of the universe and would still be on tour when the sun finally died a few billion years from now. She hadn't laughed, then or later. Martinez had, as the shrinks had noted, isolation didn't worry him. Radar says you're there, said Anderson. Close, just a bit further, 